Hello, bonjour, guten tag, bonjour, no, hola, what's up everybody, and uh, welcome to another episode of the Luke Cortman Show. Go uh, follow me on social media, at Luke Cortman on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter, and there's also a Facebook page called the Luke Cortman Show, so go and check all that stuff out, that's where you can get access to all episodes of this podcast, um, artwork for the show, and Everything related to the show, really, and just a whole bunch of other cool shit, you know? Um, and also, it's available, this podcast, on Spotify, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, and more. Uh, let's get into the show, man. Fucking, um, i done episode 40 the other day, and it was a really fun one, you know? Talked about a couple of different topics. i done, like, a segment called What Does the Ball Say?, where I was picking topics and questions at random, and it was really fun, and I was sitting here today, you know, when I thought, you know what, I'm just going to get straight into episode 41. I didn't want to wait um, another week to get going, and I just thought, fuck it. Like, I had some stuff to talk about already, because I planned it out uh, throughout the week, like I write little notes on what I'm going to talk about and stuff like that, and I just thought, you know what, let's just uh, get another one going. You know, why not? I'm not, um, at this point, I can just do them whenever I want. And uh, there's always going to be one a week, but sometimes there's going to be some extra ones in there too. Um, I'm not sure when I'm going to release this one, episode 41, uh, which is called uh, Paradise with Flashing Lights. And I'll get into why um, I've chosen that name and the artwork a little bit later on. And um, yeah, I might do it, release it today, maybe some point in the week but I'll just decide after I've done this episode I suppose like um I've got a I have got a coffee for this one um a gold roast and who knows mid uh in the middle of the podcast I might think you know what I'll pause it quickly I go and have a cup of tea because I had fucking two of them on the last episode and, you know, I'm not a tea drinker. I've never been one. I've talked a lot of shit. But now I'm on the train. I'm drinking tea now. Um, I haven't had one since, but I think I might break one out later, you know? Um, I've had a, quite a good morning. Woke up, brushed my teeth, jumped in the shower, you know, took my vitamins, done a couple push-ups, listened to some music, got some coffee in me. Wrote a little bit and ready to go. It's a fucking Sunday, but who cares? You know, and this is uh, probably one of my favorite things about like giving up drinking is that I wake up Sundays fresh. And, you know, I don't miss those two day hangovers, which I was getting. You know, alcohol was always um, like a big obstacle. Uh, in my life ever since I was younger you know I was drinking heavy as a teenager like heavy you know like spirits was always my thing like vodka whiskey or whatever like that I drink beer and stuff like that but I was just a heavy heavy drinker there was no um moderation involved you know and uh I've given this a lot of thought because alcohol is it's something that a lot of people in my family do struggle with you know, and I was one of those people as well. And a few years back, I decided to get sober. And I didn't drink for, honestly, 
I'd say three, I think three years, maybe four, that I didn't drink at all. Not one bit of alcohol. And um, I felt great. I feel like I got more done. Um, I didn't feel like shit all the time. Like depression and anxiety started to whittle away. And I just felt better. I felt healthier. And then I think it was... I want to say the beginning of this year, I started drinking again and was starting to get a little bit out of control of it. Like nothing crazy, but when I was drinking, I was just back to my old ways of it. And every now and then I do think about it because I've been sober for a couple of months now. I haven't bothered with it. And sometimes I do think about going back to drinking. But at the same time, I think I've done it all now. Like... There's nothing, it just doesn't interest me anymore. Like, and I know people like do it for like social things, like go out to a pub with your friends and drink and all that. It's, but it's not that simple for me. It just isn't. Now, with, I, like, I wouldn't say I'm an alcoholic, but I definitely, when I'm drinking, there is this form of addiction there. And at this point now, I'm just weighing up. Is it worth it uh, for me to drink again? And I honestly don't think it is. And I know people are like, yeah, but just have like maybe one or two and stuff like that. And I'm even at the point where I don't even want that anymore. I'm just not interested. In it. And I know that obviously we're doing stand-up. I'm going to be around bars and people drinking and shit like that. And that's something I just got to accept because... You know, I'm going to be around drink when I'm doing stand-up. You know, especially at these different venues and stuff like that. But as far as me drinking and partying, I feel like I've just done it all. You know, I started drinking at 13. Heavy. So that's a lot of years of fucking heavy drinking and partying. And I feel like it's just... I'm just past it at this point, you know? And... uh Drugs is one where, just to switch topics here a little bit, you know, I was like a weed smoker when I was a kid. I used to smoke quite a lot, and that was another thing that I'd done too much of and just stopped. And um, I haven't smoked weed in years and years and years, and that's something I don't really have any interest in getting back into either, to be honest. Uh, and I thought about this, like, if I was ever going to do drugs, what ones would I do? And I thought about this quite a lot. Um, I think I would like to do a DMT, which is a dimethyltryptamine. Um, if you're not sure what that is, look it up on Google or maybe YouTube. Uh, Joe Rogan talks about it quite a lot. It's kind of known as the spirit molecule. And it's a hallucinogenic. Um, you can, pretty sure you can smoke it. You can extract it from like certain plants and animals and stuff. And apparently it just like, it's proper like reality altering. Like apparently it just like kind of strips away uh, reality. Like you kind of have a look behind the curtain and a lot of people say that you see like these geometric patterns and everything's kind of connected and all shit like that. Like that just sounds interesting to me. Now obviously hallucinogenics from what I understand, they can be tricky. Like if you're taking acid or say mushrooms, in heavy doses, it could fuck you up and you could never come out of it. Um, 
microdosing mushrooms is, would be something I'd be interested in. Like, I would like to have a psychedelic experience. Um, not like a crazy, crazy one. Because, you know, I feel like I get, a, I get those, like, in my dreams. Like, the dreams I have are really potent. And what was I talking? Oh, yeah. Like, I, just, I don't know. The idea of, like, psychedelics just interests me. It really does. So maybe that is something I'll do in the future. And I probably won't record a podcast when I'm fucking on mushrooms or acid or whatever the fuck. Or DMT even. But uh, it's something I would just like to try at least once. But the thing is with me, like probably the worst thing that could happen is if I have a good trip the first time I take these things. Because if I do it when I love it, it'll be the same as like alcohol and weed for me as where I'll just do it a lot. And overuse it until I fuck myself up, like. But, um, like, to switch topics again here, meditation. Um, apparently, you can reach, like, kind of, you can kind of hallucinate or get, like, some sort of trip from meditation. And, like, this is from years and years and years of practice with, like, putting hours in a day. Uh, dedicated to doing it like there's a lot of people who are just like this is what they do they just they live in the mountains in a shack or whatever like that they just meditate for like fucking 20 hours a day you know so like they're masters at it and meditation is something that I go in and out of um, in my life I go through like stages of where I do a lot and I can't just forget about it and then not really do it anymore and It's, it's a great tool, uh, meditation. I know there's like a, a stereotype or like a stigma attached to it where people think you're like in a fucking robe and you're going on and doing that type of stuff. And it doesn't have to be that. Like you can look online of different types of meditation and how to do them. Like you haven't even got to sit there with your legs crossed. You can literally be sitting in a chair with your eyes closed and controlling your breathing and focusing on your breath and doing that. Um, you are just focusing on that thing. So if you're like, you live quite a stressful life, it's a good escape from that because, you know, you're not thinking about anything else other than focusing on your breathing. And that was what I was really, I really liked. And one of my favorites is like, I'm not really sure what the name of this type of meditation is, but I'll put my earphones in, uh, close my eyes and breathe, but I'll have some sort of like music playing. Now it could be any type of music. It could be say something from like the weekend or just any type of artist that I like. But the ones I like to expand with the most is like different sounds. So it'd be like a fucking, I don't know, like an hour long playlist of fucking jungle sounds or maybe like space or anything like that where it's like, a, um, I don't know if you call it like an ambience or something like that because it's using your imagination while meditating. And I come up with a lot of ideas um, while I'm doing this type of meditation 
Uh, it's basically daydreaming in a way, just using your imagination. And I do it a lot before I go to sleep because I feel like it just complements my dreams and it makes me have certain dreams and makes them more potent. You know, it's almost like um, you're creating your own uh, trip in a way with your imagination, like. And uh, there's, I've been doing it sometimes and like say like we're listening to the jungle music, for example, like I'll imagine that I'm there. And if you know, like I'll notice that when I'm in these settings, like say if I'm like fucking on an island and I'm looking at the ocean or something like that in this dream meditation and you'll notice a story starting to form. It's kind of like you lay the foundation for it and it kind of just goes in its own direction. Like you can definitely control it yourself, but I've noticed when I've kind of just let go of having control, just putting myself in that position and letting go of having any control, that it's like almost creating its own movie. It's like watching a movie in a way. It's, it's crazy. Um, meditation is something that I've recommended to people um, who maybe have like a lot of anxiety and are just stressed and even if they just like to experiment with just stuff like that, if they like using their imagination or whatever, and people seem to like it. But I think there is like a general uh, stereotype attached to it. They're like, it doesn't work or it's bullshit or something like that. And I can say from personal experience that it works and it's, um, it's just a good tool to have, you know, in your toolbox. Um, it's, but it's definitely something that you have to give a lot of attention to. Like, if you take a couple of weeks off it, like getting back into it can be quite tough. Um, because like your brain will start running wild. And a, a big thing is with that, it's like, even though I'm saying like, you don't really think about anything and you focus on your breath. When you first start meditating, like if you've never done it before and you first start it, like a, loads of thoughts are flying through your head. But the, the trick is to not fight it and to kind of just let it flow through. And it gets you into a place of just kind of stillness and it brings you into reality and the situation that you're in in life. And when you come out of it, you kind of look at things um, a bit different, um, appreciate life in a way. And like, I've heard people who've taken uh, DMT and all these different like hallucinogenics and stuff, they've said that like the craziest trip in the world is life. You know, the world we're in is a crazy fucking trip in itself. Like, you know, the whole thing's bizarre. Um, but yeah, uh, what was I talking about then? Oh yeah, like I'm, I'm jumping around a little bit again. I'll get there one day. Um, so yeah, like maybe we'll, like, we'll experiment with certain drugs in the future. Who knows? Uh, meditation is something that I'm definitely going to be focused on a lot more. Um, in terms of getting create like creativity that I'll get from it and stuff like that, and because um, I also come up with um, like I um ideas for uh, comedy material because when I'm like focusing, like using my imagination, sorry, I'll start to like remember um stories from my life. They'll just like pop. Uh, pop in from time to time like and things fucking I haven't thought about that in years I forgot about that let me write that down and 
work on that as a bit. Like the same thing in the shower. Like I'll come up with ideas for for my material in the shower. I, I don't know why it is. Um, maybe it's because I don't know. Like you're just in a place of not really thinking about much, and then it kind of floats through. I don't really know. Like I'm working on. Uh, 10 minute, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, well, I'd say like that for um, 10 minutes of uh, new material, which I'm going to be testing out when the clubs open up and like fine tuning it and working out, seeing where the beats are and stuff like that. And it's uh, the 10 minutes is definitely a personal one in terms of like life experiences that I've had and I've found like what's actually funny about those situations, even though I didn't think it at the time. Like when I look back, like there's, there's one that I can't really talk about on this podcast, but um, it will definitely be in my stand-up. Um, and when, like, I don't know, just trying to find the funny in certain life experiences and everyday life and things that people can relate to and stuff like that. And I'm just, um, I feel like I'm in a good place creatively with my stand-up. Because like I've said before, it takes years and years and, uh, reps on stage to actually find your voice like I'm still finding what my voice is like obviously it's me talking about personal stuff but who knows what it will be in time and this is probably the best time uh, creatively um, and just at this point of being a, a comedian uh, to be at like where it's kind of like the thrill of the chase and you're still trying to work it all out and everything's kind of fresh and the creativity and stuff like that and to the point where it's not actually like um like the business side of stand-up hasn't really really come into play yet like I don't have an agent or a manager or anything like that I'm not really getting paid to do gigs and stuff like that I don't really have a schedule so uh definitely learning to enjoy these times a lot more where I've got the freedom of all. I'm not kind of locked into contracts and stuff like that because, you know, I know that stuff is going to do my head in when I get there. I just know it is. Like managers, I don't know if I really want a manager because you don't really need one. Agents, yeah, to get you gigs and stuff like that, but I don't know why I'm going to give a manager 20% of my shit for nothing. You know what I mean? We have phones now and... Like, we're our own managers. We don't really need them, like, you know? So, yeah, like, it's exciting. Um, even though comedy is a bit fucked up at the moment because we're not getting gigs and stuff like that and things are shut. Um, I don't think that this is the end of comedy. It's going to come back, but I don't know when. Like, I mean, in full effect, like how it was before. It could take a year, it could take two, but this, um, because I'm not being able to get on stage and it's going to be a while before I get on and it's been a while since I've been on stage, um, I'm not letting this deter me away from comedy. You know, I'm not going to quit comedy because of this. Absolutely fucking not. I'll be a stand-up comedian for the rest of my life, um, regardless if I become hugely successful or not. Like... Let's just say, let's say I become a really, really uh, great comedian 
uh, really successful, a lot of money, fucking houses, cars, all that stuff. Um, I'll never stop comedy. Never. It's just, it's, I actually found my passion in life. Um, and where I feel I belong. You know, the first time I ever went on a stage, as cheesy as I'm outside the sound of people, you know, I said to myself, when I go up there, I'll know if this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life or not. And when I got up there and was just kind of feeling what it was like to be up there and when I got a laugh, I was like, oh yeah, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I finally found uh, my passion and my lane in life. And I wouldn't say so much of a purpose because it sounds a bit weird when you, like, this is my purpose in life, but everything in my life um, ended up, like, pushed me on a stage, you know? Some wind blew me up there, you know? And I'm not really sure what it is. Maybe it is some higher power or anything like that. I don't really think it is, but maybe it is. But um, it's uh, crazy, and I'm just excited for what... Um, lies ahead and with this podcast as well you know this is a I think a tool that's going to help my stand up greatly and uh, it's just all fun shit I say it a lot uh, I'm grateful and I'm enjoying it but I really am that's why I'm doing like that's why for for now for example I'm doing another podcast a couple of days later you know I just keep want to want to keep doing it and putting in the repetition and working you know it might not seem like this is work to people. And I don't view it as work as such because I love it. So it's not really work. But in terms of like putting in a lot of time and effort into it, you know, I feel like I'm, I've been doing that and I'm doing it now. And the more I do it, it just makes me want to keep pushing forward and putting out content and some good, some bad, you know, people seem to be enjoying this podcast. You know, it seems to be quite entertaining for people. Um, even when it gets serious sometimes, you know, like this is a comedy podcast, but sometimes it gets serious and I'm just glad everyone's enjoying it. You know, I'm having a fucking amazing time doing it, you know, um, ah, sipping this coffee is so fucking good. I've only just started putting sugar in my coffee as well. I never really used to do that. I kind of just put, um, the granules, sticking a bit of water and then, um, Milk, but I got like powdered milk, coffee mate, um, which is quite nice. But who gives a fuck about that? Um, what's been going on in my world? Uh, I went. I went to Cardiff City Centre yesterday. Took a trip over to there. See what was going on. Um, like I spoke about in the last episode, I received a gift card from work. You know, thirty pound, and it was like an all in one. So I can go to multiple shops. Like I wanted to go and get some books from like Waterstones and W.H. Smith. Um, ones I had on my list, but I didn't have them there. So I was like, sons of a bitch. So um, another place on there was H&M. And uh, H&M's cool. You know, I like the stuff they got in there. Like, it's... I don't know, I just, I like it. Like, don't get me wrong, I like buying like branded stuff as well. But when you go into H&M and they got like... I've got like this, um, it's like a green uh, jumper, but it's not like a green green. Uh, it's like a weird shade of it. And 
It's plain though, it costs like a tenner and it's good. I put it together with some shit. Get like black jeans, which I always wear black jeans. I don't really call them jeans, but you know what I'm saying. And uh, I got like plain white shirts, uh, t-shirts, plain black t-shirts. and I just uh, like a place like that because I could spend, say, 30 quid in it, get a full outfit and make it look like I didn't, I didn't pay 30 quid for it. Like put it all together and... Um, well, I got it yesterday. I bought another black, like, a uh, cap because I like them. And what else did I got? I got some, a plain white T-shirt, uh, like some socks and stuff like that. And, you know, yesterday it was boiling. It was a hot fucking day. I was like, Do you know, I got this gift card. Let's fuck around. And I bought some sunglasses. You know, I've never bought sunglasses before. Um, uh, pardon me. And um, I don't know what type of sunglasses they are, but they got like, like the lenses are like circles. I guess like John Lennon star glasses, but they're like black um, shades, if that makes sense. I don't really fucking know, but I was wearing them and um, it kind of feels weird putting on sunglasses. Like, I don't know. I, I think it just... Because I've never really... I've worn them before, but like actually gone out and purchased them and put them on like that. And you do feel a little bit cooler for some fucking reason. You know, I felt like an extra bit of confidence wearing those glasses for some reason. I don't fucking know why. I don't know. Just seems cool. And uh, how much... They weren't expensive. They were only in H&M. They were like, I don't know, like a 10, I think. And um, it's weird because in my um, episode artwork, there's always me with sunglasses on. Well, not in all of them, but in a lot of the pictures. And I kind of saw them. I thought, you know what? Let me just do that. You know, kind of bring that character to life, if that makes sense. And um, yeah, time was weird. Like I talked about in the last episode about buskers. And I saw a couple of these buskers. Uh, there was one guy, um, I don't know if he, he kind of looked homeless, but like a hippie at the same time. And he had like these buckets on the floor, um, almost like made his own drum kit out of buckets and was like playing all these fucking crazy tunes. And it was just weird to see because you could tell that it was just annoying the fuck out of people. Like, this is what I mean. Like, I wouldn't give money to that. Like, if you're, like, real talent singing and stuff like that, I'll entertain it, but you're just sitting there hitting buckets. Like, come on, guy. And the most interesting one was, in the beginning of the town, there was, like, this woman. She looked a bit crazy, and she had, like, a turquoise dress on, and she was singing Guns N' Roses, but she had a terrible fucking voice. Uh, she was going for it, though. Like, I respect the passions she was putting into it. And um, it took everything in my power not to record it and, like, go on Instagram Live because it was crazy because there was a guy, like, there was one person who was buying, like, coming over to listen. And this guy was definitely homeless. He had a can of fucking Stella in his hand and he had, like, a can of bag in the other and he was doing the robot <laughs> when he was singing fucking Guns N' Roses. Now, if you've heard Guns N' Roses, there's rock music. And this guy's fucking doing like techno robot dancing and stuff. It was nuts. Um, I really wanted to put it on live, but it would have been too fucking obvious. 
Um, I should have. Looking back, I definitely should have. And this is what I'm talking about. There's some fucking crazy people out there who will just busk. Then you've got the really talented ones who are like trying to, you know, eat that day sort of thing. Like, and it was nuts. Uh, town was busy as fuck. Uh, people weren't really wearing masks somewhere. Um, they had like hand sanitizer in certain shops, uh, which is good. But uh, people didn't really seem to give a fuck. There was no social distancing, really. People are just fed up with it all. It's like it's fucking September, uh, not September, it's August. And we're still kind of going through this shit. Um, it's got to end at some point, you know? Um, right, so let's get into uh, one of my favourite segments on this show. Which, by the way, I've merged the Would You Rather segment into this one. So it's all going to be under one now. And I'm thinking of another segment, which I'll do as reoccurring. So the Would You Rather is going to be part of questions from the internet. And uh, I've got nine questions here. So let's get into it. Without further ado, this is questions from the internet. Ah, Question number one. What's your story about being under intense pressure and how did you handle it? Um, there's pressure and how do I handle it um, before I go on stage uh, before I go on stage I go through a mix of emotions I feel excited, nervous um, scared you know, confident I kind of go through both of them and I feel the same as a lot of people would you know, people are like, oh, I could never do that. I'd be scared to go on stage and talk in front of people. Like, I'm sure like public speaking is the thing that people are afraid of the most. Um, and it can be uh, frightening for people. But, um, but I think even before I went on stage for the first time, um, I kind of knew going in that... You know, when this pressure comes up before you go on stage and you're scared, it's an energy and you can flip it. It's like the only difference between like me and someone who's scared and doesn't go on stage is I take that pressure and that fear and I turn it into what I need to turn it into in order for me to go up there and perform. I just switch it. Um, it was interesting to actually see that happen in real time. Like when I'm waiting to go on stage and I'm kind of standing there and I kind of feel all like, I don't know, I kind of go into like an autopilot in a way, um, even though I'm feeling all these different things. And as soon as my name gets called, I just walk. I just take that leap of faith. You know, I don't back out of it. It's almost like a one, two, three, go. And I don't back away from it. That's the only difference. Is and um, from having that, being able to switch that pressure to work to my advantage, that's something that's helped me in life. Um, it's something that translates over to life, um, and that is one of the reasons why um, I say to people: go on stage one time in your life. What I'm going to do is a career, but just try it once because I think it's an important tool to have to be able to feel 
you know, scared as fuck and nervous to go and do stand up and speak in front of these people, uh, being able to overcome that and switch it into what you need to t- turn it into what you need to turn it into, you know, would be huge in your life. Like there could be a really like bad situation going on. Like let's say, you know, you've got two weeks to pay your rent and you've got no fucking money. You're frightened, you're scared, you're not know like what the fuck am I going to do? There's like a choice. You sit there and just dwell in that and get nothing done or you take that energy and use it as fuel sort of thing and um so yeah that's that would be a story about being under intense pressure and how I handled it I just um I just do it I just turn it into uh and I use it to work for me instead of against me uh question number two what happens if you die in your dream um, I died in dreams before, like recently I've got like shot in my fucking dreams, I got shot in the arm, but I was like okay, I was like okay, um, but then it was once where I got, I got shot multiple times, and in my dream I knew that I died, but I was still kind of aware, which is weird, um, I've had the ones where like you're falling off like, not a chair, but like falling off like a mountain, and then before you hit the floor you wake up, um, I don't really know what that's about. Um, but I don't really like those dreams though. Like the ones where I've been shot is horrible because you can I kind of feel how it burns. Um, so yeah, I don't really know what happens if you die in your dream. It's happened to me and I guess nothing really happened. I woke up, actually. Yeah, you usually wake up around that time. Um, so yeah, that's a weird question. Um, Question number three, name three good things about your home. Um, it works um, in terms of like, it's not broken, like um, like structurally it's okay. I'm quite high off the ground. Um, I don't know, name three good things. Um, I'd say number one, it works. Uh, number two, it's a good size. Um, and number three, it's, I don't know. That's quite a tough one. Another good thing about my home is, um, I feel like it's a good creative space. I don't know. That's a fucking weird question. Um, I am looking to move though. I get like that. Like when I get a place I live here for a while and I like do you know why I want to fucking change the scenery um name good th- three good things yeah I would just say it's not broken um it's my own space and I like how it looks <laughs> uh question number four are you looking for a long-term relationship um yeah yeah, I am. Uh, that's a weird one. Because I do enjoy the single life. Um, in terms of just like kind of having my own space and the freedom to do things and, you know, kind of living the stress-free life of being single. Even though there's stress is, but it's different, like there's relationship things. Like, I don't, I don't know. I am looking for one. Um, 
which I'm really, really looking for. And like, if, um, if it came up, I would like, if it was, if I really liked the girl and I could actually see her going somewhere, then yeah, why not? Um, so yeah, I guess I am looking for one. <laughs> Question number five. What's one thing you'd like to do, but haven't done yet? Um, well, definitely uh, perform comedy at the Motorpoint Arena in my hometown. Um, perform at the Millennium Stadium. Um, what else? What's one thing? I see, I've got more than one thing now. So, right, dream venues perform at Motorpoint Arena and Millennium Stadium, or Principality Stadium, as it's called now. Um, yeah, performing comedy at different venues, but besides that, um, ride a Harley Davidson. I'd love to have a Harley. Um, maybe, I don't want to say jet skiing, because, you know, like that's by water, and if I go in, I will drown. Um I don't know, have a dance off maybe. Um what's another thing I'd like to do that I haven't done yet? I don't know, there's a lot. So what else would I like to do that I haven't done yet? Um I would say MMA fight. <laughs> I wouldn't mind having one of them for a fucking laugh. Um Maybe, I don't know. Fuck, that's a good question. I might uh, answer that on the next episode because there's a couple of things I named there, but I feel like there's more, but I can't think of them right now. So I'll come back to that on another episode. Um, question number six. Have you ever played golf? Um... Have I ever played golf before? At like a theme park type of situation where there's been golf there, like I think it's like miniature golf where they've got like these weird type of courses. Um, as far as like actual golf, um, like Tiger Woods style golf. Um, no, I haven't. But I would like to. I gotta be honest. If I went to like... But see, I do like the idea of like these crazy type of um, courses. Like, yeah, it's cool when it's, like, all grass and you've got a caddy and you fucking drive around and, you know, you wear, you wear like, polo shirts and stuff like that. That type of golf seems cool, but I, I re really like to go to, like, a crazy course. Um, with all, like, like a jackass-style course where it's got, like, all these crazy fucking um, statues there. And just a weird course. I don't know if there's any local... Or where they really have some. But yeah, I've, I would like to get into that soon. Um, I hear golf can be really addictive. Uh, but yeah, that is something I would like to try out. Uh, question number seven. Does the postman deliver his own mail? <laughs> I don't know. Does the postman deliver his own mail? Um, I don't know any postmen. Um, do they? That's gonna be that's trouble. That's a tough life being a postman. Um, you get they get attacked by dogs quite a lot. 
um, they have to wear a stupid uniform. Like I've noticed, like they've got like a jacket on, but they're wearing shorts, uh, which doesn't really make sense. Um, yeah, fuck that. I wonder if it's good money being a postman, or if that job is something that's gonna last that long. Because I feel like emails are just like the post, you know. I've always said that like the reason you get like letters and stuff like that is because it seems more important if it's put on a piece of paper, like bills and stuff. You kind of take it more serious if it's put on a piece of paper delivered to your house. Like, oh, fucking hell, it's on paper, so it's scarier. Um, But I don't know if the postman delivers his own mail. Uh, Be interesting to find out. If anyone knows the answer to that, let me know. Um, Question number eight. Would you rather find your true love or a suitcase with two million pound inside? Um, two million pound inside. A suitcase with two million pound inside. Um, obviously. Um, the true love thing, I don't know. It's a weird one because is that real? Is it not? Who knows? Like, um, some people believe in soulmates. Some people don't. I don't really know. Um, but if I had to choose between the two, I'd uh, I like to find a suitcase with two million pounds inside, and uh, hopefully no one notices me notices me taking the the suitcase with money inside, and um, I get to keep it. You know, two million fucking hell. You could do. I would do a lot with that. But at the same time, because you found it, you might blow it on stupid shit. Um, what would I do if I had two million pound? I would get a house, uh, travel, definitely buy a fucking Harley, um, give some money to my uh, family and close friends. Um, what else would I do? Buy some podcast equipment, um, set up a comedy show. Uh, see, that's the thing with money is... It, they're like um, what do they call what do they say in the Wolf of Wall Street uh, fun coupons because money does kind of open up doors for you um, in terms of freedoms in life like having different experiences and stuff like that and I know it shouldn't be the main focus of your life like Jim Carrey I'd like on the best lines ever is he wanted to make money. Um, and a lot of money so we wouldn't have to think about her anymore and he could just live his life and uh, I think that's cool so it wasn't like the main objective of his life but he just wanted to accumulate it all so we didn't have to think about her no more and relieve that type of stress because like it's a rat race like money is probably the biggest stress uh, causer of everyone's life if you don't have money you know Um so yeah, like I don't really do what I do for money, but it's definitely I definitely want to make a lot of fucking money. You know, that's what I'm trying to say. I definitely want to become a millionaire. You know, that's just a fucking fact. Um I could I would just have a different life with that money. And I can do a lot of good with it. You know, I wouldn't be completely selfish with it. I would help a lot of people. Um yeah, hopefully one day um, I will make a lot of money. Uh, question number nine. Um, would you rather be a deep sea diver or an astronaut? Uh, 
um, deep sea diving, is that a job? Um, yeah, the ocean fucking scares me, man. Like, I saw a video the other day of, like, it was like an octopus or a squid or something, and it was, like, shimmying across the sand, and it looked like a fucking alien. I couldn't believe it. It, like, this massive head and all these limbs kind of sliding around, shimmying across the sand. Um, now, that's the type of shit that's fucking in the ocean. Like, obviously, blue whales, my biggest fear... Biggest animal on the planet, I want no part of them. Sharks, you know, they're scary fucks. Um, giant squids and octopuses are terrifying. Um, seahorses don't look intimidating. Um, I don't really want to go in the ocean and be surprised by, like, a big um, animal. Um, animal, you know? Um, being an astronaut... Um, how fun is that actually? Because you're stuck in a space station, you know, I guess you can kind of look out the window and see the stars and the earth, like that would be amazing. But what are you really doing up there? Like I'm imagining it's probably boring. Like you've got to sleep standing up, you know, you lose a lot of weight. Um, you're probably in like, you know, baked beans and like microwave food and like spam and stuff like that I just don't know how fun it would be but if I had to choose would I rather be in the fucking sea or in space I would choose space all day er day um, and that was questions from the internet what time we at uh, nearly 46 minutes fuck yeah um, oh that's it I wanted to get into um the name of this episode, Paradise for Flashing Lights, and the artwork that I've chose. And it's similar artwork to what I did for episode 39, where I'm wearing the red suit, um, which is uh, Robert De Niro and Casino, and The Weeknd um, also done it. And that's why I've chosen uh, to have that again. Um this time I've superimposed myself over the weekend and wearing that red suit because that theme of it, like Casino and the After Hours album by the weekend, um, it might be one of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, the Weeknd's definitely one of my favorite artists of all time. And that's the reason why I chose it because I listened to that album from front to back again a couple of times now and the story that he's telling and the kind of persona of it all it's something that really interests me and I like it. And that's why I decided to do like another after hours themed um, episode artwork. And I actually watched uh, an album breakdown yesterday of the weekend's album after hours. And it was fucking fascinating. Like they were breaking down each song and the actual meanings behind them and the music videos kind of how they're all connected and, uh, like the song um, Blinding Lights is apparently about him ODing. Um, and just like the different meanings, like breakups with like women he was seeing and kind of where he's at mentally and how he wants to leave LA. And like that was the place that he was always trying to get to. And when he got there, he was like kind of lost himself and he wants to be away from it and how he's kind of 
embracing the kind of chaos of everything again and the whole story of it I kind of related to certain things with it and the persona of it all and the kind of message and the energy behind all thing I'm getting a bit deep there but I just really liked it and that's why I chose uh, that theme um, again you know so there's a lot inside there for you um, I wanted to get into as well um, podcast merch like merchandise, um, which I've talked about briefly before on podcasts, um, ideas for what I can do. Uh, T-shirts is definitely going to be coming soon. Um, I've been looking into how to get those printed and prices and stuff like that. And there's a place in town that does them. So I'll be getting T-shirts with my podcast logo uh, on the one side. And I want to do mugs as well, like coffee mugs. Um, stickers I'm also thinking this was a new idea that I had today actually like an art book like um, the artworks that I've done uh, surrounding episodes and just the podcast in general like maybe sticking those into some sort of book so it could be like a collector's item for people you know um, so that's an idea that I'm playing around with as well because uh, like I said it's just going to be another involvement of the show when uh, merch starts coming into it and uh, it's just fun. I can have a lot of fun with that and different um, ideas I can come up with. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned for all that. That'll be coming soon. Um, I watched uh, the Jackass movies yesterday, all of them. Um, one, two, 2.5, three, 3.5. And was it 1.5? I don't think I watched that one. No, I don't think there was a 1.5. Anyway. Um, they never fail to make me laugh and I've actually got some ideas for an episode artwork which is like jackass themed coming soon as well um, I was creating one of those today I'm not really sure what episode I'll use that for or I might just release it as a podcast artwork but um, I can't wait for jackass 4 uh, I actually said months and months ago before the actual announcement come out that that is going to be a thing and my voice cracked then um so that's going to be coming out because I was listening to the cameraman Rick Kozik saying that Paramount uh, signed a deal with him and they're going to be doing it soon and obviously Ryan Dunn ain't going to be there um, so that's going to be strange they're kind of older now they're in different places in life so I'm just interested to see what type of stunts they're going to be doing like is it going to be as crazy as it always was <clears throat> You know, or is it going to kind of take a step back? I, a part of me doesn't think that it will. I think they might even be crazier than ever. You know, Steve O hasn't stopped doing stunts. You know, even though he's doing stand-up, um, he does stunts in his stand-up. Like, he has two uh, comedy specials, by the way, which you can check out, called um, Guilty as Charged and Gnarly, uh, which you can find, I think, on his website. Uh, just check him out on Instagram and you'll find all that stuff. And he's a great comedian. You know, I really like Steve-O as a comedian, you know, and how, his, how he's incorporating his stunts into it and stuff. It's really different and refreshing, to be honest. And yeah, I can't fucking wait. I've always loved Jackass from the series to the movies. I mean, they were ahead of their time. It's just, it's so fucking fun to watch, you know? Um, I might even rewatch some of them today. Like, it's... Uh, 
and I've noticed like when I've watched them, I've never got bored of a stunt they've done. And it always kind of seems fresh when I watch it for some reason. It's a special thing. Like they caught lightning in a bottle and just ran with it. Like, um, I watched uh, a new Johnny Knoxville movie called Action Point, which is, um, it's a movie. So uh, Chris Pontius is in it. Um, some other actors, I'm not really sure. But um, there is stunts in there, but it's filmed like movie film. They do look a bit real. Like some of the falls that Johnny takes and stuff, they definitely look real. And he basically, I'll give you the premise of the movie without spoiling anything. He owns like a theme park, amusement park, but it's like gritty. Like there's no brakes on the rides. You know, someone got on a slide and a fuck, you know, break. And it's just like a fucking free for all. And uh, I like the idea of that for a movie. Um, just kind of like this crazy fucking theme park. Um, it was a really good movie. Um, will I watch it again? Who knows? But uh, yeah, if you like Johnny Knoxville and just um, crazy movies, check out Action Point. Um, what else do I want to get into? Um, what else is there? Oh, that's it. Um, I hope everyone is corona-free. Um, I hope you're all doing well. Um, if you want to send in questions, I was there. If you want to send in uh, questions or topics, suggestions or anything like that um, for me to get into on the show, DM me on Instagram at Luke Cortman or message me on Facebook. Uh, do it on the Luke Cortman Show Facebook page. Um, I'll take any suggestions and stuff like that, ideas maybe, or things you want to talk, want me to talk about. Um, yeah, I would just welcome all ideas, maybe questions, maybe advice or some shit. Um, yeah, just message me and I'll uh, get to those on the show. I want to get listeners more involved in this show, you know, because like sometimes when I do like a fan Q and A, I get like one question or maybe two, and sometimes it's not really worth doing the segment if it's only that many. Um, yeah, just. If anyone wants to get involved on the show, just uh, let me know. Um, this has been a fun one. What time? Yeah, 54 minutes. Yeah. Um, I think I am going to release this one today. Why fucking not? Um, again, thanks everyone for the support um, and listening and joining this podcast. Again, go follow me on social media at Luke Coleman on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. And uh, stay safe. You know, read a book. Maybe uh, buy some sunglasses. Um, do a couple push-ups, uh, play some golf, um, find out if the postman delivers his own mail, um, take some mushrooms, maybe do some DMT, um, drink some coffee, drink some water, drink some tea, which I think I'm going to make a cup of tea in a minute, why fucking not? And yeah, just uh, enjoy yourselves, guys. Have Enjoy your life, meditate, you know. Uh, work towards your goals, tell the neighbours to go fuck themselves, and, uh, you know, walk around with a smile on your face, you know? Um, I'll be back soon with another episode of the Luke Cartman Show. Um, look after yourselves, guys. Um, have a good week. I'll be back soon. Love you all. Bonjour. Hola. Guten Tag. Holla. Holla.